find yourself spending way too much money when you go out? Do you find yourself wishing that the month would end a bit faster so that you can get your monthly salary? Overspending and living paycheck to paycheck can be quite tedious. That's why we created Finlet. Finlet is an app that will teach you how to get control of your finances by helping you budget, track your expenses, and provide you with educational content about money. So what are you waiting for? Get the app and start your journey to financial freedom. In today's podcast episode, we have Malik Al-Safar, the country manager of Visa in Bahrain, and she's here to talk to us about what Visa is doing for financial literacy in Gen Zs and how they're making learning about personal finance more interactive and entertaining. We hope you enjoy the episode today. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we have a guest from Visa. She is the country manager of Bahrain. She is passionate about driving diversity and inclusion to the forefront of banking and leading financial literacy across the world. Her name is Malik Al-Safar, and she's here to help us understand the work Visa does to promote financial literacy. Malik, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Trevor. It's great to be here. All right. My first question for you is, what does what does financial literacy mean to you? So when I think about financial literacy, I really immediately think about how one can learn to create their own financial independence. I think there's a huge gap when it comes to the knowledge behind finance when, on a personal level as well as professional level. So for me, that's immediately what I think of. And Visa seems very passionate about teaching children all these things, teaching teens and a lot of people. Can you tell us why there seems to be a lack of severe, a severe lack of education about finances with the youth? Yeah, so unfortunately, in most parts of the world, children are taught from a very young age how to read and write and to add numbers. History of the world that holds it all together. However, they're not always taught what they need to know about finances or personal finances. So at Visa, we really believe that greater financial knowledge can empower people better down the line to manage their money and create a better quality of life for themselves. So financial education, all in all for us, is essential to long-term financial health as an individual. And it's important to have that skill that will benefit them not just today, but into their future as well. And what seem to be the most common frustrations you think exist regarding talking to the youth about money? What I think it is, it's that you'll commonly hear people say, I don't like to talk about money. Uh, And it's become this taboo subject across many cultures. So we're trying to break that boundary and say, actually, if we start talking about money openly, we can then address issues that are related to it. And creating more accessibility to that information will only in the long run make people more literate and hopefully create better futures for people. So you mentioned creating more accessible information. How is Visa actively seeking to create more financially literate individuals? Yeah, so financial literacy is something that we take very seriously and it's one of our global initiatives that we focus on. We've got many award-winning skill programs and one of them is practical money skills, which we use to try and link consumers, educators, banks and governments to have the tools and resources they need to create better financial literacy. So for nearly two decades, our program has educated millions of people around the world, including youth and young adults uh, across more than 30 countries. And it's completely focused around the essentials of personal finance management. And this can include budgeting, saving, responsible spending, even understanding the wise use of credit. So all of this is available on a, on a website, not directly from Visa, but um, an agnostic website that anyone can access. It's resourceful. There's tons of information that children and adults can find to help them understand financial awareness and improving their skills when it comes to spending as well as saving habits. 
So through all this, what have you found to be the best methods of reversing the lack of knowledge and empowering teens, Gen Zs, and children in general with misinformation? So interestingly, uh, and let's face it, financial literacy is not exactly the most exciting topic <laughs> when it comes to youth and, and Gen, Gen Zs, right? It's not top of the agenda. But so how do we make it fun was the thing we think about, right? So gamification is something that young youths are really interested in. So game-based learning, um, recognizing the effects of education from a different perspective is highly valued. Uh, it also makes a really compelling companion to classroom instructions. So this way we try and utilize educational resources but in a fun way to boost interest and retention. We also find that digital games can be a good medium that, you know, to create a digital narrative. And that's something that Gen Zs are natives in uh, at this stage. So we try and, and link things that they love best in a way that makes it straightforward for them. So we understand at Visa specifically that teaching consumers of about money needs to be either through what we now coin the terms of edutainment or gamification, you know, to, <laughs> to have a, an effective means to demystify a very complicated subject otherwise. So these, the, all these different age groups, I assume, would have different interests, like what I enjoy is not what my little brother enjoys. So how do you keep exactly. these people engaged throughout the entire program and make sure they're actually learning rather than just making enjoying a game? Yeah, so so the thing is, we, we when we look at it, we try and really cater to the different needs at different age groups across, across the life cycle of a human, right? So at every different part of your life, your interests adapt and so do our narratives. So for example, we have comics that may cater to a particular age group. So we've partnered with Marvel, as an example, to create gamifications towards that segment of, of the youth. And then as you go through life, then you go, can advance to things such as uh, our practical money skills, where you would then particularly learn specific skills at a later time in your life as well. So it really is all about just adapting as your different variations of edutainment, gamification, etc., to the life cycle of a youth. And, and that's what we really try to do. And what's the most surprising thing that you've learned over the years about teaching teens about money? So actually, from, from my perspective, what, what I've seen is that if you begin and encourage a discussion, majority of teens are enthusiastic and willing to learn. They also own that knowledge for many years ahead. So once you, be, you put that thought intrinsically in their minds, they become more conscious and aware of their finances. So unlike adults, this subject is not taboo for them. They, don't, they haven't associated anything negative yet, hopefully against it, um, and can begin at a young age to find it exciting and want to continue learning as they, as they grow. Now, most of the students that we refer to, the teens and the youth, all of them would normally spend their days at school. However, Right now, we're not really in school, we're at home. How can parents who are at home with their teens now, how can they be help children become more financially literate? So I, I, I'm gonna draw on one of my own uh, experiences uh, with my parents is at a very young age, they started to teach me around how to budget my monthly allowances. So that's something that can start at home with, with parents and you know, learning to budget. I think that's absolutely crucial from a very young age. That's a skill that, that you can learn. And you begin to create a saving mentality that way. So it's an easy step, creates awareness, and, it, and the importance of financial literacy from those around the children, right, or the youth. There's also a great ton of content online. A lot of our youths are spending more time online today than ever before. So it's starting to direct youth towards the right um, content, which is available in various languages. Um, if you take some of our content, for example, that I spoke about earlier, you know, it comes in various languages, so it's available to everyone, uh, and it's catering to different levels 
of, of age groups as well. So it can explain all types of fundamentals in, in a format that now youth are very aware and familiar with online, digital. You no longer have to create leaflets and expect them to pick up books in a library. It's all, <laughs> it's all available uh, at home uh, or wherever you are. Uh, like you said, it's teaching all age groups across. And I've seen that Visa has a website that you, that you mentioned, Practical Money Skills, that teaches from yeah. kindergarten to adults. And there's a clear evolution of the content being taught. How should personal finance conversations with our parents, with our friends evolve as we get older? Yeah, so financial literacy um, should definitely not stop at any certain age. This is something we believe in at Visa um, and, and I believe in personally as well. We all grow and we continue to understand the world around us more and more. And with that, our responsibilities shift, the priorities shift, various concepts of financial, financial literacy become even more important as you evolve in life. So that awareness should be created around various topics as I spoke about earlier. So moving from maybe saving and spending to shifting your goals associated with those two things. So if we take students as an example, the priority for a student may be a payment credential or a card or a form factor to pay with, which is different to the priorities of a, of a parent. So at different stages of a, a person's life, they need different knowledge to then reassess their priorities. If we take again students as an example, they need seamless payment methods, contactless to pay for their education. When it comes to parents, they need to ensure the child's card is secure, safe, there's transaction controls, etc. associated with how they're spending their money. So there may be overlaps, but the learning curve never plateaus. And as finances become more and more robust, you know, things, there's new things to learn and we will continue to do our part to share that information and make all our content available for everyone, everywhere. That's what I was going to actually ask you about. What role yeah. do you believe that institutions like Visa have when it comes to educating the youth on topics of personal finance? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the greater financial knowledge can empower people to better, better live, let's say. Their money and improve their quality of life, it, it goes hand in hand. Our, our main goal uh, as an institution is to bridge the gaps when it comes to financial education, literacy, and, and availability, right? So this can't happen alone just with ed educators. It needs to have the industry to be a part of it. Um, and leaders in the financial industry specifically, such as us at Visa, we have a, a role and a responsibility to play in sharing that knowledge with younger generations uh, and allowing children to build financial literacy from an early age so that we avoid being in a situation where we're having to reactively educate, right? In a much more difficult circumstance. So that is our commitment and, and the role we play and we encourage others to do the same. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights on this, Malik. We really appreciate the work that your company is doing to promote financial literacy across all age groups. And we'd like to thank you once again. And is there anything you'd like to close with? So I think all I'd like to close with is do check out our content if you haven't already. There's a ton online. And like I say to everybody, knowledge is your power. You've got no one else to, you know, to rely on. It's all on you to find out all that you can about how to have the best security for yourself for the future. Well, thank you so much, Malik. And thank you listeners for coming to the new Thanks podcast. for having me. We appreciate Absolutely. you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening and we hope that you took some key lessons from this podcast with Malik. If you do want to continue learning about money, please do check out Practical Money Skills for content that will help you on your journey to financial freedom. We will catch you on the next episode.